Welcome to the House Club Live podcast, featuring the full artist interviews from our video broadcast on YouTube. My name is Warner Case, and I host the show alongside Vin D'Amato and Nick Timko. Join us during the broadcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern at youtube.com slash warnercase. In chat, you can ask questions to us and our guests, talk with other house music fans, or just hang out. Until next Sunday, enjoy this interview and feel free to share it with friends. Oh, beautiful. Let's let's talk about that because we're back live and it looks like things are working. And uh, thanks again for your patience uh, to the viewers, of course, and, and, and most importantly to Antoine. We apologize for this and don't really know what happened. Very strange. But we're back. So we were talking before we got cut off about, you know, kind of your inspirations. And and now we're chatting a little bit about spe- uh, about um, singing in French. And that's something that I've always been fascinated by. How do you decide what language to sing in? Because you speak both French and English. Being a Frenchman, I'm sure you're, you're you know, you're proud to sing in French. But at the same time, maybe there's a, a difficulty with having that succeed internationally. Is that something that you really take into account? Mm, yeah, it's more that the, the the thing is more that the fa- on the fact that uh, it's harder to write uh, something uh, uh, good in French. Actually, it's it, <laughs> I, I think that it's easier to have uh, some really basic lyrics in English than it is in French because in French you can really uh, uh, the musicality of the language is really different as uh, in English. So in English, it's uh, it's way easier to have a uh, rhythmic uh, sentences That's interesting. as in French it's yeah. way harder and also it's uh, um, yeah I think it's just uh, it's easier to write in English and the fact that I have like this terrible French accent maybe it's uh, it's just like about ter- people terrible like to hear is probably not the accent. word I would I would use to describe the accent look if, it, if <laughs> it, it's it's only terrible to you I guarantee if you talk to any Anybody who's sexually interested in you, your <laughs> accent helps a lot, <laughs> for sure. Look, if I could, if I could, if I could convincingly do a French accent all the time, it would have been no problem to have girlfriends at any. Yeah, time. that would have probably been a lot easier. <laughs> Take advantage of that, man. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure uh, that's interesting already, to yeah. hear because I, 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 I speak French a little bit, and it's interesting to hear about the phonics and how they play into how you decide what to write in. And it's, I never would have guessed that English is easier to write in. What do you think about English makes it easier to write in, at least as far as songs, than French? Uh, Maybe because it's, uh, the sentences are less complex in English than they are in French. And uh, I don't know, it's... Also, maybe a lot of uh, the music uh, that I listen to are in English, so... Maybe it's uh, the, it's easier to get inspiration from those songs than. I also listen to French music, so it's not really. Uh, uh, I don't know actually. What are what are what are some French music you could put us on to? What what should I be listening to? Give me give me some French stuff. It's a good question. Um, some French music, some like some. It doesn't have to be. Uh, it doesn't have to be electronic. Things, it, yeah, uh, no, it could be new, old. Just give me give me give me someone I should check out that you don't you don't think I would have checked out already. Which is probably a long list. <laughs> uh, can you listen to maybe uh, something that's a bit in in, in between uh, electronic and uh, and and more pop? Uh, yeah, yeah, pop music. Sure. It's like, I don't know if you know, but I'm I'm sure you know about Sebastian Sebastian Tellier. Yeah, 
Sebastian Tellier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've heard of Sebastian Tellier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sorry. Thank the, sorry. Thank yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for translating. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. A memory better, just giving some uh, examples of. Well, I don't mean to put you on the spot. If you think thing. of any during the course of the show, you throw it out there. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, Sebastian Tellier is a huge inspiration for me, and I think there's something about. I think there's something about um, kind of the like the French pride that makes French musicians so interesting to me. I think you. I think French people are less likely when making art to be disingenuous. I think French artists are on average more honest. Do you think that's something you experience? Do you think American artists are more likely to just try to, you know, make a sale than make something artistically val uh, valuable? Mm, I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't really know because uh, I think you have both in in a in French, we have people like that too, and I'm sure you have a lot of uh, American artists who are really uh, genuine in in their uh, their way of uh, composing and producing music and writing music. So, and I'm not sure it's it's something uh, cultural actually. Hmm. Uh, Vin, I mean, I know that. Do you? We talk. Vin and I talk a lot about this kind of thing because I think I think there's a bit of a spectrum, like the business art spectrum, which I talk about a lot, and I think. You know, I think a lot of people, I, at least my, in my experience, maybe this is more in Los Angeles than in New York, at least. It seems like a lot of people put um, put like the art as a back burner, and the and the on the front seat and the, the back in the back seat. And the front seat is is being, you know, viable, being successful. I think a lot of people think like, oh, what lyrics should I write? What lyrics do people want to sing? They they create kind of uh, in in reverse. Whereas it doesn't seem to me that that's as common in other countries. And I mean, Vin, you, you live in LA. I'm in LA now. I don't live here. Do you think that's more the case in certain cities, in certain countries? Um, I, I, I would say that we're, we're in an interesting position now because as far as, as far as what goes in the front seat and in the back seat, um, we, we are called upon as quote unquote artists, uh, more so now than ever to really be, um, active and participants in a lot of the business side, right? So whether you want to put Instagram, social media, uh, promotion, um, networking in that umbrella, under that umbrella, um, it's, it, it could right. be, it could be hard to kind of separate those, those different hats. Right. And I'm not sure if by locale, you'll see more so people looking to make money and create music for financial gain over the artistry. I think it's probably spread out across, you know, different areas pretty, you know, um, normally. Um, but I will say in Los Angeles specifically, the industry, there is a sort of subculture to this, this industry and, and quote unquote, I'll put industry like, you know, there are people out there that are looking for checks and they're trying to make a living and whether or not their artistry takes a backseat because of that, um, you know, that is a goal where I would say, you know, New York felt a little different for me where New York was definitely more of a place where people were just focused on the artistry and were willing to sacrifice and, and, you know, do the things that are necessary and required to stick and stay on the path, you know, hard, hard and true. So yeah, I would say LA is probably a little different. I want to, I want to jump in right there. I think that's an incredible segue into some of the, just, you know, kind of preparing for this show with, with, uh, Antoine 
Antoine, you said you wrote, it seems like you're quite fond of L.A. yourself, and you wrote Sunnyside Up in L.A., Mm -hmm. and you said it expressed, you know, you can feel the city's atmosphere and the spirit of the songs on that EP. Like, kind of describe that feel. Like, what does L.A. mean to you? Uh, We went there with my girlfriend for uh, months, and um, it was during winter in, in Paris, so... The winter in Paris is terrible. It's like it's really Perfect cold. Time you have, to go to LA. You have, <laughs> you have rain all the time or even snow at some point. And uh, so we went there for a month and you just have this. It's really uh, the light is is really different. You have a lot of lights at any time of the day, actually. Uh, I mean, when it's uh, the daytime, uh, for sure. <laughs> but uh, then the uh, work, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the, I don't know. It's, all the palm trees and everything. It's, uh, the vibe is really different than in Paris. In Paris, you have something really urban and uh, you don't have that much... Um, uh, uh, how do you say that? Uh, nature, actually. You have a lot of nature in, right. in LA. You can just go uh, take your car and drive for five minutes and then you can walk for an hour in, in the wild, actually. And all those things are really... Uh, yeah, it, it felt different for a month, so I guess I... Uh, it, you can hear it, you can hear it on the on the different songs on this uh, in this album. Oh, absolutely, I think I think it's it really comes across. And Sunnyside Up is a perfect title for it. And you know, I'm in LA right now, and I I feel it, and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And and that's something we've talked about with some other artists, which is kind of fascinating how one's surroundings um, can inspire you. And I think it's you know I think it's one of my one of the things that I think a lot of artists forget about is how important their surroundings are and making sure that even something as as small as like their room, their studio feels good to them. I think a lot of people are just like, well, it's all about the song. Like, well, yes, but I think if you're in a nice space, if you feel comfortable, if you feel happy, if it's bright, then you're much more likely to make a song that represents that than if you're, you know, locked away in a basement. Yeah, there's, and actually... And Antoine, go. Antoine, sorry. go. About that, about the, 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 the room you you're in when you're uh, making music i have this really tiny studio in paris and at some point it was really crowded with a lot of uh crap and i my my manager came to listen to uh, some songs it was a while ago before uh, before my album in 2018 it was i was um, showing him some demos and he told me like you put too many stuff on everything because you're in this tiny room and you just <laughs> overload everything and actually, it was kind of true. I had to um, to make space, and I didn't have that much space around me. So maybe all those kind of things, or those kinds of things, connects together. And uh, and yeah, it's it's you need to have a a room and a, and a place where you can feel good and you where you can uh, yeah you can when the place can be he- heard in the in the music afterwards. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. I I I I I couldn't agree with that more. I lived in a tiny studio with my wife and two cats, including wow, that, that one that just meowed. I don't know if you that. Right on time. Um, and I definitely wrote different music there than when I was like living at my brother's house, which is just some gigantic house in the hills. And, you know, your, your surroundings impact you a lot. I think a lot of people miss that. Uh, it, now, I, Antoine, you started the Jean Tanique pro, uh, project in 2010, if I'm not mistaken. How has... Um, how has your, I don't want to say focus, but how has your music changed to you? And do you listen back to stuff that you've released back then or that you worked on back then? And 
and feel weird about it or do you still love it just as much as you did back then um some of the music i released i don't even know how i did it actually that's some, I have some <laughs> you just blacked out albums. and woke up and the song was done <laughs> when i listen to them back uh, when i listen to them now i'm like yeah it sounds different than what i what i produce today and i'm not sure i could produce something like this uh nowadays so it's kind of weird because i guess i got better with with the the time uh, like with years but I couldn't produce something the same way I did a few years ago. And uh, some of the songs, I, I, I feel like they sound terrible, but it, it, it depends. At some point, I can maybe like this day, I will listen to this song and I will be like, this is total crap. And I will listen to it like a year after and I, I would be like, yeah, that, that, that was pretty good. And I, and I still like it. But I'm, I'm just, I feel like uh, all those songs I released uh, during the, the years, it's just like how i evolved musically so i needed to release those songs to get to something else afterwards so i, I don't hate so them think, <laughs> that's that's super interesting so you think that maybe it's almost like you're kind of building on what you've done previously yeah i guess so because i i learned from those songs and also i listened to a lot of different kind of music afterwards and and then I, I blended uh, what I learned and what I was listening to to get to something else. And I really want to, I'm really trying to to have a, a different sound every time I release a, an album or an EP, but I'm really trying to get to something else and not to just redo the same things all over again. I think, I think right. music as right. um, yeah, sort of, you know, a bookmark in time is really interesting, whether or not it's from an artist's perspective or a listener's perspective, right? So I think uh, when you listen to a certain song, you're like kind of brought back to that place in time that first made you feel that that way. And I think as artists, it's really interesting to go back and kind of listen to the, some of the older things that you've made. And, you know, you're probably transported, although you might not be able to remake that sound. I think that's even more of an asset to you as an artist, because you think back, it's like, oh, wow, like this is how far I've come. But this is also the time in my life when I made this song. And it's interesting to be able to reflect back and go back to that. So it's kind of cool that, you know, we have these chapters now that, you know, physically putting out these, these pieces of art that kind of track the journey a bit. Yeah, it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it kind of reminds me of, of something I've always been obsessed about with respect to tattoos. I don't have any tattoos myself, but I've always liked that element of it. I always liked the element of, you know, uh, kind of like having a regret, like having a tattoo that you're like, oh, I shouldn't have gotten that. But in a way, it does a really good job of saying, I thought that was really cool right then. At that point, I was really excited about that tattoo. Mm -hmm. And and it shows you how much you've evolved. And and now in Antoine, as a as especially as a musician, we we share a thing, we share something in, in similar that um that we both started as classically trained percussionists which is interesting. I don't actually meet a lot of pro uh, producers who do that. And I wouldn't mm. guess that because I've seen so many videos of you playing guitar and bass and keys, and you seem very good at all of them. Which of them did you have the most trouble with learning and, and why? Because you probably started from scratch, right? Uh, yeah, because I, I started, I learned uh, classical percussion at the conservatory. And uh, I wasn't really that good at it, but I... I it was really interesting to get the 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 theory, the music theory that you can uh, have in those uh, 
conservatory. And then when I started to produce music, I wanted to be able to to play what I needed for my songs. And I started to learn guitar, the keys, and uh, to play bass and everything. But I'm not good at any of those instruments, actually. I can <laughs> I can play I the drum. I feel the same, I feel the same way. <laughs> wow. And I can play the drums quite well, I, I think. But the other ones, are, it's just like, I'm not good. I, I, I can't really. Be, I barely can play the piano because I I can play keys for a song, but I I'm not good at a like. I yeah, wouldn't say improvising I, I, or I wouldn't whatever. say not good. Right? There's different levels to it, right? I, and it's the same thing. Like I, I you know I, I I don't know how Warner feels about this, but uh, you know I I don't want to um <laughs> I don't want to take away from what musician means by calling myself a musician. I, 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 you know, I, I actively am trying to get, (laughs) I'm actively trying to get better at guitar. And and it's been something that has resonated with me later on in my life that I really appreciate. And and I've been practicing a whole lot to get to that point. But I, I, I kind of, I feel what you're saying. And, and, you know, we don't want to say like, you know, we, that standard of, of musicianship, um, is very, is not lost on us. Right. And, and you don't want to say that, Oh, you're good at guitar. You're good at bass. But like, Dude, dude you're, you're pretty good at bass. Like, you're pretty good at guitar. You're pretty good at keys. Like, you know, th- th- these, <laughs> these are the things that you're doing well enough in, 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 in whether or not you want to use it as a benchmark against your own music or against other people's. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear exactly what you're saying with, mm. with some of the other instrumental stuff. But, um, you know, don't knock yourself is, what, is also what I'm saying. <laughs> do, you think, uh, how, do you think you're a good producer? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think I'm a better pro- I think I'm a better producer than I'm... Um, uh, <laughs> Not a musician because I, I, I consider to be a, I produce music um, by being a musician actually because I'm not only like uh, tweaking uh, knobs on the on the computer and everything I I, I like to play uh, organic instruments on every song that I produce uh, for me or for other persons but yeah I'd say because I, it's been a while since I started to produce so I, I got to know pretty much how I can. I guess I'm good at uh, the sound I can produce. <laughs> I, I think you definitely I said, are. I, and I, I, I yeah. kind of asked that. If you're yeah, anything like us, that. if you're anything like us, you're your own biggest critic. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yes. think it's a good quality, though. I think if yes. I think if you think you're the shit, then then that's a problem. As soon as you think you're yeah. amazing, then then you you're never gonna growing. you're never gonna progress like you just talked about. You're never gonna kind of build on that journey yeah. you, if you don't have that yeah, mentality. Right. We've got a question, by the way, from Adriana. Fig- uh, I'm not going to try it. I always butcher it. So, Adriana, I can at least get that name right. Um, what is your favorite place in Paris for inspiration or to go to relax or think? That's a great question. I, and I, I can't wait to hear it too, because being, I've been to Paris a bunch of times and I love Paris, so I'm really interested what a what a Parisian thinks. Uh, for inspiration, I don't know. I, I like to to walk around in Paris when I've got time, but and just like yeah, walk around the city. And uh, since I've I've got a I've I've had a dog for a few months now, so I go wow. to kind of dog? walk her. It's a it's a Moldavian dog, so I I, I don't know really. Uh, I, it doesn't. Uh, it's a rescue dog, and it's it looks like uh, no other dog. It's more like. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it, actually, she's really cute. But she's um, a mix between a border collie and. A, Jack Russell or something oh, like wow. that. Is she next to you right now? Nice. Yeah, she's she's here actually. Oh, what's her name? Oh, what's her oh, name? Oh, she's so cute. She's cute. <laughs> yeah. Her name. She's 
Her name is Josette. Josette? So, Josette. Oh, yeah, Josette beautiful. is like a, a nanny uh, uh, name in French. Like a lot of old, huh. old uh, women are called Josette, but not, uh, not young women. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, would, since I I've got this dog, I, I, uh, I like to go to the... There's this wood uh, just next to Paris, which is called the Bois de Boulogne. And you can walk around in, in this uh, really cool space. And what I was talking about with LA, where you have a lot of nature. You don't have that much nature in here, but you can go to those uh, woods. We have two woods. We have the Bois de Boulogne and the Bois de Vincennes, which are east and west from Paris. And uh, and it's yeah, it's pretty nice when, when the weather is good. Uh, it's, it's really nice to go well, there. I'm sure Warner has been able to make music in, in Paris, but I, I have not. And uh, to be honest, I really haven't made music anywhere other than the States. Um, and it's definitely on my bucket list because, um, you know, kind of how you appreciate Los Angeles for the palm trees and the weather. Um, I would very much appreciate Paris for the cobblestone streets and the history and the, mm. um, you know, uh, just the whole, you know, I, I really resonate like with, I don't know, I, it's hard to describe, I guess, and articulate why I feel a certain way, but you know, I've been to Italy a few times and, and there's just something about Europe that makes me feel comfortable and inspired. And, uh, I hope to sometime soon, uh, get a chance to make some music, uh, in Europe. Maybe then maybe it's, it's the fact that we as Americans have very few places in our country that are as old as right. all of Europe. Yeah, it's probably... So, I mean, I, you know, Antoine, I don't know if you see it, this from a French perspective, but at least as an American's perspective, I remember the first few times I was in Europe, it just blew my mind because I had never seen anything that was just that old and historic. Our country as a, in America Beautiful. is just so much younger, at least, mm. you know, at least the, the modern infrastructure, if that's what we're talking about. So then maybe it's like just walking around and feeling like you're in a place that's been around for centuries and centuries and centuries. Yeah. Well, but Vin, but Vin, most importantly, we got to get over there to get our pandemic order in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, we we don't have we don't have too much time. Let's, play, left, let's do it real quick. We got to talk that. about this real quick. Yeah, let's go. Let's wow, go. Nick, <laughs> Nick, Nick, solid transition. Antoine. All right. Bullet points, bullet points. How did you start a pandemic? And it, please explain the, the, the French pun to we Americans who have no idea what that means. The, the so, pan, yeah, the, the pun pun. Actually, uh, I during the first lockdown in uh, back in uh, last so a year ago in uh, back in uh, April uh, 2020, I started to do a lot of uh, uh, of dough like uh, for pizza or for bread or whatever. I really liked to do that, so uh, I really enjoyed it. And um, at some point, I tried to do this uh, shokupan, so it's a Japanese uh, milk bread, and. Uh, and it was really good. And actually, you don't have that many places that sell this in Paris. You have one place, but yeah, it's just only one place. So we were like, yeah, wh why not uh, just uh, create something and uh, and sell them to to friends and to people who were interested in tasting it. And uh, and actually, the bread is quite good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so you're a better baker than you. Wow, are I, was, I was just I gonna say that, that, dude. You took it out. Of my, oh my god, <laughs> I was literally just gonna say that. <laughs> Well, that's amazing. I mean, Antoine, I, I hope to be able to taste it at some point soon, and not just because I can't wait to finally meet you in person, but also when that that's is the true. case, it means all of us will finally be able to get our lives back and we'll be able to play some shows and see people and, and hug everybody. And I, I, I can't wait for that. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, it is that time of the show. We were not unfortunately. Well, first, unfortunately, well, unfortunately. well first, well, first. And Antoine, let's uh, tell, tell everyone really quick, super quick, where how they can get some of this if they're in Paris, if we have everyone oh, yeah. listening over there. Great point. 
Yeah. Uh, I've got an, uh, there's an Instagram account which uh, is called uh, Pandemie Bakery. And yeah, but the fact that Pandemie, uh, so uh, the pandemic is a pandemie in French, the word is Pandemie. And uh, the milk bread, uh, how do you say that? Like the sandwich bread, it's a Pandemie. So that's why the, the, ah, the yes, bakery there is we go. Pandemie. Pandemie. What, is, what is M-I-E? What is M-I-E? What is me in French? Me is the center of the bread. Ah, it's, uh, the, the, it's white, like the, the white part of the bread. Ah, see, now it all makes very sense. Clever, so very clever, very clever. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to post the Instagram in chat for, for people watching who want to go check out Antoine's uh, Pandemie Bakery. Uh, Antoine, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your patience you. through our technical issues as well. I can't wait to very see cool. you very soon and, and, and work on some new tunes with you. Uh, wink, wink. To people who are Thanks for listening to this interview from House Club Live. Join us during the live stream every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern at youtube.com slash warnercase to add your input to the conversation, ask questions to us and our guests, or just hang out. Thanks for listening, and please consider subscribing to the show or to the podcast, or both. See you next week.